0: You're listening to Keep Screaming, a horror podcast from two best friends dissecting slasher movies one by one. My name is Ryan Larson.
1: And my name is B. McKenzie. Every two weeks, we will bring you a brand new episode where we dissect a slasher film from top to bottom.
0: We will look at the movie as a whole, going over the story, the casting, music choices, go kill by kill, and then rank it on how well it succeeds as a slasher film.
1: You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Screaming Cast or by searching Keep Screaming. You can find me online at B, not B, that's B-E-E, not B-E-E-A, and Ryan at Ryan Larson. Welcome to our Chucky Minisode. This week we are dissecting episode two, Something Good to Eat.
0: Each week we will be dissecting every episode of the new Chucky series, going over the synopses, the kill list, and our usual dissection. Um, so we are covering, this was essentially their Halloween episode. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. So it came out October 19th of 2021. And yeah, this one takes place during Halloween, which is fun. We yes. love a Halloween episode.
0: Absolutely. Um. Director is Dermot Downs. Um. So switching gears from Don Mancini, who directed our first episode. And Dermot is going to do this one and actually the next one as well. I don't know if he does episode four, but I did see he's on these two. Um, and he is a CW guy. So he has done well he's a, a dc guy yeah yeah because aaron flash of ocw and the doom patrol is over at hbo um but they're all under the dc like warner brothers umbrella so he's definitely like in that wheelhouse
1: um yeah and then uh don mancini did stay on to write this episode and i'm gonna assume that he's gonna write every episode I would, assume would be so. my assumption um i mean we'll find out um and then yeah so for the most part i think we have the same cast as episode one um so we have our core kids uh zachary arthur as jake wheeler um george arneson as devon um, Olivia Allen Lind as Lexi Tio Brionis as Junior and then of course Brad Durif, Dorif as Chucky um, and then uh, the rest of the cast I don't think we had any new characters pop up this episode did we? Uh,
0: the only one I, well two that i like to point out so we do get young Charles Lee Ray it's the first time oh. I did, even though we see a picture of him since it's not moving in the first episode True. Um, we get a David Cole Smith as young Charles Lee Ray And then we get Jamila Ross as um, Gladys Kravitz. So she is the woman that Chucky goes trick or treating at her house. And I had to mark it down because I noticed this is my weird trivia brain. Gladys Kravitz is the name of the nosy neighbor in bewitched. Um, So that's a fun, just like Easter egg that they threw in because it's literally just in her credits. Like that's her name for the episode. Um, but it is, uh, the nosy neighbor from the old Bewitch TV show. Um, so I appreciated that small little, like, kind of thing as her, because she plays a nosy neighbor. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was, like, a a cute little nod to to Bewitch. Um, oh, and then Erica Wood is Annie, who is the maid. Um, but she does not last very long. No.
1: (laughs) She meets her fate very very early on. Um. So our killer in this episode, um, is Chucky. Um, I think we're gonna assume it's gonna pretty much stay that way. But who knows where the the show is gonna take us?
0: Right. I mean, we are definitely leaning. It looks like he's trying to group Jake a little yes, bit. Yes, one hundred percent.
1: Um. So, our synopsis, on Halloween night, Chucky targets one of Jake's frenemies at a rocking costume party, forcing Jake to either stop the killer doll or help him.
0: I did not write that, by the way. I did not write
1: Jake's frenemies
0: at a rocking costume. I just wanted to point out. Oh, okay. Like, that is pulled from IMDb. Um...
1: Yeah, I mean, I junior is kind of his friend of me. I definitely would not consider Lexi a friend of no, me. She is pure Lexis, enemy. Yeah. There's no friends to that.
0: Um, but also, what's his face? Oliver? His yeah, name? yeah. Um, yeah. So we start on Halloween. We start in a flashback. It's 1965. It's the first time we're going to see young Charles Lee Ray. Um, and it plays with the idea the urban legend of apples, um, razor blades, and apples, or in candy rather. Um. Because, like, in this flashback, we see him take a bite out of an apple and there's a razor in it, and he, like, notices and it's, and, like, he backs away from it and then he bites down harder on it, making his mouth bleed. So, it's our first kind of insinuation that there's definitely something different about Charles um, and that he has proclivity towards violence, even if it is on himself.
1: It's terrifying.
0: Yes. Um, Which. B and Ben and I, uh, B's husband, were all talking about how that's an urban legend—the apple thing.
1: Uh huh.
0: Um, it did happen though, or poison, or but it was one person who did it to his own kids. I watched with
1: the candy. Yeah, with the candy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think there was literally one or two cases of it, and yeah. then it became an urban legend that like the media then took on mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. and so it became this thing. I mean, my mom, one hundred percent. When I was a kid in the 90s, I had to pour out all of my Halloween candy and she checked every single thing to make sure that it was still wrapped. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so I think there's always just been this fear. It was either that or, yeah, poison. Then we had, like, all the anthrax stuff that happened in the early aughts. And so then there that was, like, a fear that if it wasn't anthrax, it'd be something poison. I mean, I wasn't even allowed to go get the mail as a kid. Yeah, like there was a there's a lot of fear yes. around that stuff. Yeah, um, and so we totally like, I mean, we took Liam trick or treating this year, um, and we had looked that up after watching Bad Candy because it it pops up in that. It's like an indie horror flick that takes place on. It's like an anthology that takes place on Halloween, and that's how we like looked up that statistic and like kept coming up. And I mean. I don't know if it's bad, but I didn't really. I mean, Liam
0: didn't really eat us how long as candy we've been eating it. We also checked it all when he got it. We yeah. had to like check it. He was grabbing a piece at a time. Like yeah. most of the places we grabbed the candy for him. So, yeah. but I mean, just like me, I remember getting, I remember if anything was unwrapped, like anything, my mom was like, you just accept it to be nice, right. but then you toss it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember somebody gave me like home baked cookies or something. And yeah, that was exactly what you did. You accepted it you know, and you didn't say, like, I can't take these. Yeah. You take it. And then I had to give. And I remember being like really upset one year because my friend got to eat them that I went trick or treating with. <laughs> I, I really wanted I to eat them. Grapes.
0: And I was like, like unwrap grapes. I was like, what the hell? Like, we updated out. Even my mom was like, who gave you grapes?
1: <laughs> I got an emergency one year. <laughs>
0: I mean, not the worst idea, I, I guess. No, I
1: mean, that emergency is fun to There's always, to like, I mean,
0: I always hear about it. I don't think, um, I do think one year I got those little tooth to- toothbrush packs. <laughs>
1: like the mini ones, but uh-huh. with candy.
0: I feel like they gave them both. It was like, here's this and here's this. And
1: here's a toothbrush, yeah. brush your
0: tea. Yeah, so. Responsible. Yeah,
1: always yeah. funny. Turn their apart.
0: Um, So then we flash forward to present day, modern day Hackensack, where as we um, are explained to uh, Devin, Devin explains over his podcast like narration that they celebrate all day and um, and Hackensack like Halloween is an all day celebration. Like kids are out all day in costume and like um, he mentions that like there is always a surge, a spike in violence in Hackensack on Halloween, whether it's intentional or not. Um, And then we get... Yeah, Jake, it's his first time back to school since his dad died. Um, he's, like, fully living at the Wheeler's house now. And um, when he gets there, Oliver, like, comes up and tells him he, like, is sorry to hear what happened to his dad. And he invites him to his party, which we will see later is a massive raging party for a 14-year-old. Um and, Like, insanity. this is coming from, like, two kids who, like, went to parties... A lot when we were younger and like I've never seen anything like that we also didn't have any rich friends though but um yeah I mean, we had like some well off friends but we
1: uh, uh, really? not like that no. um,
0: but he like he we had him, friends
1: who could pay their bills yeah their <laughs> yeah, parents um, could pay their bills
0: <laughs> the fries parties were pretty nuts nice. um just click the property bill uh but he tells him to bring Chucky too he's like oh it was pretty funny what you did like make sure you bring the doll like he's a riot um, so, we will find out later, like, this is all kind of a ploy because they're basically, like, carrying him.
1: Yeah, I'm um, just trying to get him yeah. to show up and... and make fun of him. Yeah, because kids are mean. Okay. It's, oh, man. Why did I have kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I, like, just...
0: It's, like, you gotta worry, are they the bully or the bully?
1: Right, it's, like, a no, it's a no-win situation. You just, like... I we've had this conversation a few times and like I honestly could care less about I couldn't care less about like grades or like academics or anything like that like I just want my kids to be good people yeah like, that's really all I care about. Well, yeah,
0: grades are arbitrary. If
1: I yeah, it doesn't believe. matter. Like, I want my kids to be the ones that you see that, like, go sit with the kid who's sitting by themselves. or yeah, like, or help
0: someone up when they fall.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or make a point to, like, compliment somebody. Just to be not polite, not well-mannered, but no, just, just kind, good, like, kind, kind people. people. Yeah. Like, and I just feel like, you know, that lesson, like, really didn't get driven into a lot of people in the last i don't know how old <laughs> I am i 30 years in, in the entirety of my existence yeah
0: you're speaking but up on 30
1: years i am my last my last few moments as a 20 year old
0: yeah
1: so yeah um i it's it's hard seeing like this because i definitely ran into like a lot of mean especially at this age middle school's really hard it's it, and because Middle I school mean, is when
0: I started getting teased a lot. Yeah, so yeah. me
1: too. Yeah, over was, just silly things, stupid
0: things. I was short and I was a nerd. Like I would like nerdy things. I and like it was funny because even though I played sports, because I played baseball, like I was, I've like, but I wasn't a jock enough to be a jock. Um, so I yeah. Middle school is when I got the nickname "little bitch," so that was <laughs> fun. <laughs> I literally had someone bring me a hat one time. It was from Long Beach State, but it said LB on it. They're like, look, it's for you, little bitch.
1: Oh my God, that's horrible. (laughs) I, yeah, I just got bullied in like a weird way, which I now can look back and realize I was basically just like sexually harassed the entirety of my seventh grade existence. But like... I ate a popsicle once at lunch because mm-hmm. I was a kid and like I got made fun of for that and had like the eighth grade boys like heckle me about it and I was a pretty sheltered and didn't for the most part really understand like I knew they were referring to sexual things but I had no idea what they were talking about and I just remember being like mortified uh, it, most of my harassment came from some form. I had a boyfriend that like broke up with me because I wasn't ready to kiss him. And like I just wanted to hold hands and like hang out. You had and a boyfriend
0: in middle school.
1: Uh huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he like told me he loved me. What? <laughs> uh huh. In middle school? Yeah. Cause I, I honestly oh. think it was like his way of trying to get me to like, Kiss and stuff, him and like right. do stuff with him, and so then he broke up with me and started dating a girl who, like, was a true friend of me. Like, I was on the swim team with her, and we used to be really close, but then, like, weren't really close because she was mean. And, like, I stopped wanting to go to her house because she was mean to me. And yeah, I mean, and they, like, had sex, like, they were sexually active, uh huh. I mean, no shame, like, I mean, yeah, I don't want to
0: shame anyone here, it's just. I,
1: I, that's just I, not I I, way later, so no, it's just like, me either, yeah, that just, just like, me, I was very,
0: like, I middle was, school, sheltered, no. very, very sheltered, that,
1: yeah. I was very sheltered, I did not have my first kiss in high school, like, I was not interested, I was very much a kid still, um, and I liked that and didn't want to know or be exposed. Uh yeah, and so then they would like both get on like aim and like message me about like, oh, do you know what we just got done doing? Kids and are yeah. Mirrors. So like I think back, I'm like, Oh my god, that was just me like trying to exist and all of this I couldn't that- eat a popsicle at lunch. Yeah. I couldn't like not want to kiss a boy. It just It's horrible. They're so mean.
0: That's funny. It's like, that's exactly Jake. Like, Jake is sheltered. Like, he, you know, he is gay, and he doesn't really quite, like, know how to, he hasn't figured out how to, like, approach that yet. Um, And his feelings for Devin. But, like, his friends, I mean, his cousin and his friends are, they are openly like, drinking and smoking and, like, I mean, like, she tried to have sex with Junior. Yeah. Oh, that's in this episode. Yeah, later in this episode. But, um, so, yeah, I mean, like, very similar, where it's just like sometimes, not always, obviously. Like these are raw, brush statements, and like what we went through in our hometown and our middle school. Like, but like, yeah, you run into that sometimes where people who aren't quite as ready from those experiences will get mocked for not wanting to participate. Sometimes I feel like I feel like we're getting better with it. Like. Like, sometimes when I watch things, I'm like, man, Gen Z is really, like, really on top of this shit. Like, there's a lot of things that they don't, there are definitely things that they don't put up with that, like, we had to go through a lot. Um, So, I don't, by like the time the your kids are in generation. school, I'm like, oh, yeah man, I'm very
1: interested. To see I am very way. curious to see what the culture is like. I'm hopefully, you know, it's bully-free. That would be so nice. But uh, For real. Well, yeah, we'll see. Good lord.
0: Um, so while the boys are at school, um Chucky kills the nurse or the nurse, the maid. Um, she like she's in Jake's room. She cleans it. She cleans Chucky's eye. Like I thought that was a cool shot because uh-huh. it's like misty, and then she cleans it off. Then he falls her into the kitchen. And I can't remember: does he put the knives up or did she put them that that way? Because they make a comment about it. The police do. They're like, yeah, some people clean it this way
1: because they think it gets well, Because they think it gets yeah. it clean
0: better. Um, But I couldn't remember if she did it or if he did it and just pushed
1: it. I don't know if they specified. I think she just opens the dishwasher dishwasher, and the knives are up. I mean, I will – I've read a dishwasher manual. (laughs) And so I had a dishwasher at my mom's house when I was growing up in, like, the house we had when I was, like, in high school and older. And we'd never had a dishwasher before. And my mom didn't use it. And I never understood. It would make me so mad. She'd make me dry dishes. We'd go and do dishes. I'm like, mom, why don't we use the dishwasher? We have a dish. She's like, oh, we don't need the dishwasher. But I mean, she'd never had one. She was used to doing it. And like I literally opened it and the manual is just sitting there. She's like, I don't even know how to use it. So I read it because I didn't want to have to do dishes. Did it, it say
0: don't load your knives? No,
1: it tells you to load your silverware um, either or. So, you put one fork up, one fork down, one fork up, one oh, fork down. Alternating? You alternate them. Oh. And so I, I mean, did that, that, that with knives. not all like bunched up. When you but put them out. exactly, in that I think so the water can get in yeah. better, I guess. But by that logic, you would have knives sticking up. <laughs> all right. And I just now, recently, have stopped doing that. Not because of the show, but, like... Right. She right. watched this episode and was like, not happening to but me. But for a general, like, I've stabbed myself a couple <laughs> times and been like, maybe I should just put all the, yeah, put down. All the
0: knives down. Yeah,
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah, but he pushes her and, like, a uh, good four or five kn- knives just driven straight through her face. Yeah. It's pretty gnarly.
1: No, so I like... I really am enjoying the how stylistic the show is Mm -hmm. so far. Um, It's doing a lot uh, with, like, the style of the way it's shot. Um, Really specific, um, like, doing a lot of work with reflections and the knives in every episode. So they're doing these, like, repetitive, Mm -hmm. like, sort of camera tricks. A lot of, like, split diopter, like, the way they're framing the shots
0: yeah and and i'm enjoying a if lot. you guys are watching on tv i mean that's the only only way to watch uh, mm-hmm. unless you have a cable like log in, then you can go and watch it on um sci-fi channel but um b and i watched the they do like a behind the scenes for some of the episodes and like it was cool because don specifically cites de palma mm-hmm. um as like a big influence which you can see a lot of yeah um like, like you said specifically in like the reflections mm-hmm. the, the, the split diopter like things like that very very stylized mm-hmm. um, and what's nice though is it just it also still just feels like because they're not like cutting the cursing or the blood down so like it just feels so much like a child's play movie yeah um so the, the boys come home they find Annie they call the cops um there's like a small scene where like we definitely get like um our uh lieutenant or our did, like the lead detective Devin's mom. Like she is definitely suspicious. I mean they're all suspicious, but she's trying to hold it in and it's the other detective, Detective Peyton, who like <laughs> pretty much basically says, like, pretty weird, right? Like that your nephew's always around and all these things are happening. Um and so like, you know, we're definitely led into the idea and the wheelers are kind of led into the idea that
1: like they're suspicious of Jake.
0: Yeah, he's a suspect.
1: Well and we also sort of get um some development in the scene that Although they seem like this picture-perfect family that the Wheelers aren't that present. Oh, yeah. And there's definitely some comments made that Annie basically... Raised Jake.
0: Or the the junior. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that, you know, and they're like, oh, she was family. She's been here. But then they don't know anything about her. Mm -hmm. So it's like sort of just sort of really hammering in the like, you know...
0: They're definitely like that picturesque, like outside you know from the outside looking in, they look great but like they're not a very they're not as tight as they might seem
1: exactly i mean it
0: shows that quite a bit too because like pretty much everything junior says they're like whatever like like his dad is constantly like you just need to do this because you have to do this this and this like academic sports and then everything he says to his mom she's like that's a lie and he's like okay whatever yeah but
1: or she's like completely not present because she's living a double life that we're not we still don't to
0: know. Yeah, to yet. Yep, she's always on her phone. Um so, you know, Jake immediately suspects Chucky, confronts him. Chucky swears it was an accident, and he tells Jake because at this point he's you know, he's playing with him and he's um, you know, um grooming him. Yeah. He tells him, I didn't kill her. Like we only kill he literally says we kill people that didn't have it or that had it coming. Um and so like he's he's already including Jake in kind of like, on these things.
1: Yeah. I It's, like, he, he's killed his dad for Jake, right? Mm-hmm. So he's gotten in his head, like, this is going to be my vessel. This is going to be, like... Because, I mean, even if you look at the franchise, like, what's Chucky's motivation? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's always been to, like... Well, in the beginning, it was to get out of a fucking doll's body. And, you know, get into a human vessel. And then right happens and then he's kind of like well fuck it like i don't really care i can do whatever i want to do even in a doll's body and like he starts to realize that being chucky has its advantages yeah because he
0: gets a murder with like no suspicion. yes yeah
1: and so in this sort of chapter of chucky it's like he's just like okay so what what am i gonna like he just wants that he just wants to kill and he just wants to have fun.
0: And I feel like he almost wants a protege.
1: Well, I think that's what they're alluding to. Yeah. I
0: definitely think so. Because, like, they're definitely, like, and we'll dive into it on the next episode more, too. But, um, like, I do feel like, because at first, you know, anytime we get introduced to a kid in a Chucky thing, I'm like, okay, this, this is a new vessel, right? This yeah. is what he wants. But, like, he does not seem interested in that with Jake at all. No. He definitely just seems like he wants to kill and he wants to get Jake involved in it somehow. He
1: wants to get Jake to kill.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, We get some insight into Lexi's home life. We also find out that her parents are not very present with her. Um, You know, we know that her dad is a a successful businessman, and her mom's the mayor. Um, And her little sister, Caroline, is like basically a savant when it comes to art. She's like a very, very talented artist at a very young age. Um and her parents like largely ignore her and dote on her sister. Um and we have this exchange where they're basically ignoring everything she's saying and just like talking, you know, like, look how great your sister is. And yeah. like um we get we also find out that Caroline is like obsessed with Chucky since the talent show. Like it is now her singular motivation that like she wants a good guy's doll. Just like this. Yeah. It's always interesting, too, with stuff like this, because, like, I appreciate it because I'm like, oh, like, it gives you sympathy for Lexi, but then, like, we get to the end of the episode, she does stuff, and I'm like, but you're still an awful human being,
1: Right. Which is the reality of most people. Nobody's mm-hmm. all good and, you know, all good or all bad. Right. So I think it's important that we have these moments and are reminded that, like, yeah, she's a mean girl, but she's also still a 14-year-old girl.
0: Right. Yeah, and it's also a good contrast, I think, too, because like we're seeing these kids who, like, aren't Chucky. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, a little bit of that. I think that's a little bit of it, too.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so then um, Junior leaves for the party. Jake's supposed to go with him. He decides that he's not going to go after all. And then he finds out Chucky's missing. Uh, and basically is like, well, fuck, Chucky's going to go kill somebody and I have to, he's going to go kill Lexi. Yeah. And now I have to go to this rockin' party (laughs) and intercept Chucky and whatever he's going to do. This is my favorite part of the episode. Yes. Chucky dresses up as Hello Kitty. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's so good. I just didn't know, I, I didn't know that I needed to see Chucky as Hello Kitty until this came out. And now I feel like it was always missing from my life.
0: Yeah, it's pretty wonderful. Like, I really love the idea of like, it's the only time that Chucky can really go out and not be like very suspicious, obviously.
1: I mean, yeah, he gets to walk around. Yeah. As a doll. Yeah.
0: Okay, Beast Cat just jumped up on our laptop. Knocked my phone off the table. Okay, thank you, Sully.
1: crazy Cat. Um, it's just so smart because he can't walk around as the doll, just the doll, because people are gonna realize he has a doll's face that moves and it's fucking terrifying, <laughs> yeah, and and, he's a doll. and that he's a possessed doll. he throw a mask on, and I just i I just love it, it's so smart, it's so fun, and it's. It's cool to see so- Chucky in, like, that environment where people aren't, like, terrified of him.
0: Yes, especially especially <laughs> this, because he goes to this lady's house, and she's, like, literally just talking to him like he's some cute little kid. And he's, like, asking, like, where the party is. And she's, like, well, I think it's that boy's house over there, because it sure doesn't get real loud when his parents are gone. Uh, and so this is Mrs. Kravitz, and Chucky gives her an apple with a razor in it, which we know as soon as he gives it to her, then we'll see... Later, like there is a scene later where the detective comes back and she's talking to her, and she's like consistently bleeding from uh-huh. her mouth. She's like talking to her, and she's like patting it. And, um, I thought that was a a good little touch too.
1: Is, yeah, like, and she like nice. gives the de- well, it's funny too. So she like gives the description of this little kid, mm-hmm. and the detective goes, "Huh."
0: Mm-hmm. She because definitely makes she, a connection. Yeah. She
1: makes she realizes that it's the same outfit. Yeah, the red hair the, the, that that yeah. the doll wears. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously her brain's not going to go, like, oh, it was the doll. But, you know. Right. She's starting to go, okay, here's another fucking, like.
0: Thing that connects with the Yes. Yeah
1: um yeah
0: so then we basically spend the rest of the episode at the party um we find out chucky is there playing video games with caroline she is non by the fact that a doll is playing video games with uh-huh. her um and he's kind of just casually talking to her about how crappy her sister is uh-huh. which they can kind of both agree upon although he's more adamant about it than she is um and he's like okay i'm gonna go kill your sister you want to go and she's like nah i'm cool um and it's this massive party and this main like two-story almost mansion just tons of like 14 year olds casually, okay. Drinking beer. That's the part. <laughs> There's this part, and I pointed this out when we watched it. I was like, I 100% doubt. I do not doubt. I didn't party until I was a little older, but I had numerous friends who did. Yeah. I know, like, drinking, like, whatever. Even drinking beer, I can get, like, but like, these kids have bottled beer and they're like casually sipping from it like they're veterans okay Uh like like they're old pros at slinging back brew i can tell you right now it took a long time for me to like beer because it's an acquired taste and even when you're younger and you start drinking beer you're just slamming like 40s because it's like malt liquor uh and you, you like it gets you drunk and stuff you're not hooking the bottles between like two fingers and like throwing back your beer i was like No. Out of all the things in this show, a show about an animatronic, or not an animatronic, but a doll possessed by a serial killer murdering people. That's the
1: least believable. The least
0: believable thing is these 14-year-olds are just casually drinking bottled beer. Okay? Because if it's bottled beer, that's another thing. We're not talking domestic beer here. Okay? We're talking about something that's definitely like seasonal flavored, something like that. And I was like, no. I just, I don't buy it. If they were all red cups, why didn't everyone just have red cups? Because I'm like, That's every party I went to was just like a red cup party. Like it wasn't until we were old enough to buy beer that there was beer at parties really. Cause you would just buy a bottle of whatever and you're just making drinks.
1: Cups. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and your goal was to get drunk. Now our goal is to enjoy the latest seasonal.
0: Yeah. That's another thing too. I'm like, these kids are not enjoying the taste of beer. Like maybe I'm, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Probably one or two, not 40 children, <laughs> like, just all very much enjoying,
1: you know. Well, and I wonder, too, how much of the shock that we feel is because these actors are actually being portrayed by younger, by yeah. younger people. If it was, like,
0: James Van Der Beek and Joshua Jackson. Exactly. We, we
1: or, like, yeah, or, like, yeah, or, like, Winter it. Hill, they were all, yeah. except for, um... The actor, James Lafferty, who plays Nathan. Uh, All of those actors were in their mid to late 20s. If And I think Chad Michael Murray was 30 when the show started. And, I mean, they were playing juniors, I yeah, think. Sophomores, yeah. maybe. Uh, sophomores. Sophomores. So, essentially, almost the same age as these kids. And you don't bat an eye at these giant parties they're at. But that's because they're real in real life so i think that's what's drawing about it too is that right yeah so much of like high school tv shows high school parties that we've seen in media are by actors 10 years older and so we don't really think anything of it because we don't see like oh look there's children drinking right that's where true. this we watch it and we're like oh holy shit that's a child smoking a joint that kind of makes me
0: want to go back and and like just watch a couple episodes like oc one tree hill dawson's creek and see like are they drinking bottled beer or even canned beer i think oc they're drinking red cups
1: yeah Yeah, they're drinking and stuff Uh, yeah i think it just depends on the the culture of the show marissa loves vodka
0: yeah um, but anyways, Jake shows up and he so well. Chucky tries to kill lexi and Junior. Well, they're lexi's getting high and also pressuring Junior to have sex with her. Yeah, um,
1: and he's like, "Um, there's a party downstairs, and like
0: he's like not ready to at all." No, um, which I like. Just I'm really glad. That this,
1: normal, yeah, yeah no, At that age,
0: this, this show shows that it's a two sided thing. Yeah, and also not be ready. Like that's something that the media does a, a bad job at portraying. To. Correct um
1: no girls are fed that guys want to have sex at any point at any time which is not true and then we're made to feel like there's something wrong with us if they don't want to have sex at any time any place
0: and media also portrays like women don't have sexual appetites yes so like i like both sides of this where lexi's like ready and he's not um like that's refreshing yeah no um And so Chucky, there's kind of this whole like Benny Hill gag where they're rolling around the bed and he keeps stabbing up through the bed right after that. It's like this Looney Tunes bit almost Um, where he's stabbing and keeps missing and he gets exasperated. I mean, I really enjoyed it because it just feels, again, very Chucky. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then she goes, she's, she's tired of it. She goes downstairs to get Caroline. She's like, we're going home. Chucky's about to kill Lexi when Jake jumps in still no one knows Chucky's alive because, like, Chucky's up on a desk and, like, she thinks Jake's just there. He grabs her. They're about to leave when Lexi decides to show off her costume since now she knows that Jake's there. And this is where Lexi displays that she's a true, awful, mean girl. She is dressed up as Jake's dead dad. um,
1: And the way he died. And the way he died.
0: So she's wearing his, like, mechanic uniform with his name on it and his hair, like, up like he's being shocked. She's like has her hand out. She's pretending to be shocked by it. Um, and that's so long. Oh, it's very long. The
1: scene cracks out.
0: Yeah, and it's very sad. Like Jake's devastated. Even Junior is just like disgusted. I
1: mean, it's his uncle. It's it, his girlfriend. It happened, like,
0: a week ago.
1: Oh my god! Like, I can't even fathom. Yeah,
0: and it's like everyone's just like laughing. Not everyone. Like Devin is off. Also like you can tell he's his heart goes out to Jake, yeah. and like junior is not stoked at all. Um, and Jake is just devastated and goes home and that's when, uh, Chucky pulls out the knife and he's like, some people just need to die. Um, and yeah, that's the end of the, that's the end of, and like, it's a cool shot. He pulls it out. And like, he's like some people, you know, like just need to be killed. And like, we see Jake's reflection in the, in the, the knife. So that's he's holding. yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, small body count in this one. Again, it's a TV show, and it's not American Horror Story, which is the other show we've covered, where sometimes there were like ten to twelve in an episode. Well, when they're ghosts, they're constantly dying. So, yeah. um, so I suspect like one to max.
1: Yeah, per episode I think on this, this is going to be. We'll get our one, our one cool kill per episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe an, an extra body thrown in for a finale or something. Um, so I come to expect that, you know, it's, it's going to be the one kill for sure would be my guess.
0: Yeah. So we get Annie with the knives through the face. Um, Jake's obviously our final boy. Um, tropes in this one. I mean, we get some of the cool, just like shots that we see in horror. Those, like we said, Mm -hmm. like the reflections and the the blades. And also the kind of, like, attempted kill stuff we see in a lot of, like, more horror comedy stuff. Um, So we see that with the bed scene here.
1: Well, and I think we get the trope of, like, the killer's, like... I forget what they call it. Like, the killer's right in front of you, or... Um, How do they phrase it? They're, like... Oh, my God. I can't think of the, the exact name for the trope, but... When Chucky's just walking around in plain sight, but with right. a mask on, right, that's right, right. a very common trope where the killer just blends in yeah. with, I mean, on Halloween. I mean, Michael does it in Halloween all the time. He just all walks night. out into yeah. the crowd
0: yeah. um, and
1: blends in. So that trope is used, which is fun. Um,
0: and then we're also starting to get the flashbacks. Yeah. Um, so we're seeing, um, you know, the origin story of Chucky, which is giving us that little bit that it's actually a very common slasher thing, which the child's play movies don't don't have a lot of, is that like background story um and like the like the ties there. So Mm -mm. um and I think we're gonna see even more of that because we know more characters from this franchise are gonna show up. So we're gonna see a lot more like those connections too. Um I couldn't find like a specific reception for this episode. Uh after unfortunately after a series debuts, it's kinda hard to find singular episode uh, receptions I did find like a couple just like smaller places that reviewed it Um, and that's where like I found some of the summary there's some like websites that are summarizing it but it's um, everyone I read like actually had a lot of fun with this episode so I mean and so far everything I've seen the buzz is still very positive about the show that like people are just like having fun with it
1: yeah I think this um, I think it definitely this episode sold a few people on the show who weren't quite sure about it the first episode I saw a few people go like okay like now that we're two episodes in like like I'm committed like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this like I'm sold on what they're trying to do Mm -hmm.
0: um and then um our thoughts I really liked it I'm a sucker for any Halloween episode so and like B said like watching Chucky be able to go around in like public is Mm -hmm. always just so like a blast um And I also enjoy that we're just like getting to know our characters more. Yeah. Um, I think that's what makes slashers so great
1: Mm -hmm. is when we
0: get that chance to like really get to know our characters um, and we become invested in them. Uh, I thought the stream TV show did a really good job with that too. And so like, I'm seeing a lot of that here where I'm like, Even if I don't like the character, like, I'm getting to know a lot about every single character. And understanding
1: their decisions, whether those decisions are good or bad.
0: Yeah, because, like, in this one, too, we even see, you know, like, we see that, like, Devin may very much possibly have feelings for Jake. Um, We see that Junior is definitely not sure about, like, how he wants to handle things. Like, with Lexi, he's pressured by his family and by her and, like, part of him does, like, make fun of his cousin and stuff, while a uh, part of him is like, hey, this is not okay. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, just seeing Jake struggle with all this, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I... It's the same. I'm loving the development of the characters. I'm enjoying, sort of, these teases of knowing more about, like, Charles's background um I'm interested I don't know fully how I feel with it but I'm interested to see where they go with the him like sort of trying to put like Jake under his like arm and and where they're gonna take that I I think it's interesting Mm -hmm. I'm I don't love it but I'm I'm curious to see where it's gonna go. It's
0: definitely something we haven't seen with yes. Chucky before.
1: Yeah. Um I loved the Halloween stuff. I would have loved more like of Chucky just sort of like causing shenanigans mm-hmm. out and about. Like I almost wish the the kill that we got um was like why he was out and about on Halloween night. Um,
0: Me too. It, I wish, I almost wish, like, there's good exposition in this episode, obviously, but like, <laughs> I almost wish we got, like, kind of just an episode of, like, what does Chucky do on Halloween? Yeah. And it was like, just,
1: like I, yeah, it, unfortunately, like, the timing of it ended it was, up being like, this would have been a cool episode for, like, one of the later ones where you could kind of been, like, okay, we're, like, at the height of the, like, story for this season. We're going to take a little bit of a break and Mm -hmm. kind of do a one-off episode. Mm -hmm. Here's checking on Halloween. Um, So maybe future seasons, because that would be really cool to see.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. But we liked it, and we're excited to keep checking it out. Um, I think it's been really good and, like, super true to the series so far. Um, And we'll be back soon for episode... There's four episodes out right now. We'll be back soon for episode three.